Just Be an Earnest podcast is proudly presented by Goodies Hangover Powder. Summer's on the way, which means long days in the sun, which means more opportunities to be hanging with the friends outside doing some grilling or hanging by a fire. And if you're anything like me, those good times may turn into a little too good. Make for a rough morning. Things changed when I found Goody's Hangover Powder. I can still have as much fun as I want at night with my friends, knowing that Goody's Hangover Powder has my back in the morning to get me on my feet and feeling alert. Goody's makes it super easy for me. I simply have to pour the powder into a glass of water, throw it back, and boom, fast pain relief is on the way. Goody's hooked all of my listeners up with a discount code for $1 off a four-count pack on Amazon. Use my code OneEarnest, the number one. Ernest, E-R-N-E-S-T, to get your $1 off today. So I thought it was a singing contest. Stupid me. Because I went in and sang. And it- every fucking body else is in there just rapping their songs. So it was like a high school talent show uh. with a bunch of up-and-coming Virgin Island rappers. <laughs> and then I'm in there singing a song. Like, and it's like we're talking about the demos. Like I went back and watched the footage. Hey, change your voice. <laughs> it's like, hey, Ern. Don't sing like that. And then they're singing some like, oh, oh, na, 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 na. And like trying to sing, sing, and everybody else, boom, we declat. We were, oh my God, did you just find this? Is that it? That's, oh, this is it. I haven't seen this video in eight years, dude. Aaron, that's you? That's a fucking shell of me. <laughs> Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. A little Waylon and Merle. There's just so much. That was some sad shit, man. Yes, and it's all real. Like it's still real. And the shit they would talk about. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, we're talking about like sad country music, old school <laughs> country music, off the bat, like. Uh, it was always on my radar growing up, but I yeah. was just never like, I would never listen. I would more likely to listen to like Brooks and Dunn, George Strait and all that. And of course the hits of Johnny Cash and Waylon and Willie. Yeah. But the last two weeks I've just done a deep dive going into rabbit holes of like just old, like seventies, eighties tear jerking country music. There's not a lot of up-tempo radio singles in this. <laughs> no, no, I know. I love it. And I was talking to Seth about it and Joey. I was just like, there's something because the '90s country thing kind of got also are the, those aren't Dakotas. Never mind. But good uh-huh. call on Brown Sway today, dude. Two for two with guests and almost we're in the I, same. Dude, party. I almost went full Canadian tuxedo like you have today. I wish you had. I normally have. I think I still could have pulled something off. I usually have some extra clothes laying around, and if I'm ever matching a guest, I just you just switch them up. Well, I would have wanted to keep it today because I was thinking I was like, if we both went to Canadian tux, you have to keep it. Yeah, but yeah, like when 100%. Hardy showed up, I wasn't going to try to wear all black if he was wearing all black. Yeah, Hardy looked like he just worked out when he showed up to record this. Episode. I, I, he didn't. <laughs> I think he just. Got well, I'm not saying he probably worked out, but yeah, he definitely. Yeah, like, he definitely was just beat up. <laughs> I dude, I started working out again. I know you can tell because I'm in peak shape, yeah. but uh, uh, it immediately starts working. But dude, we did. Ju- we just started the day with a little light jump rope, but I was on a slanted driveway, so basically I was just doing jump ropes like on like a calf jump rope. My calves are dominated. I don't. Today, I dude. don't mess with legs. Yeah, I mean. I never. I'm never gonna have an issue of like. Wait, is this? This is, is taking a like obviously before quarantine. 
<laughs> but after the first one went viral, I, think I've I seen went this. to go make a yeah. follow up video, and I just reposted it again on Instagram. But um, did anybody did anybody stop and admire the form? Uh, uh, I had one of my high school friends I didn't know was in there was apparently watching me from the treadmills over on the far side of the building, just being like, <laughs> "There's Keith." <laughs> oh, dude, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. That kid's stout right there. That's 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 a that's, thick boy. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a fire hydrant. That's a thick boy. That's a thick boy. <laughs> that I love the Trump meme of him going. Thick. It's like thick with eighteen C's. That's me, dude. I'm built like a left guard. <laughs> You're pretty athletic, though. I got to say, we were talking about the uh, the the softball squad. I dude, for, I mean, you surprised me, man. Underneath, underneath, you know, the eight years of depression and drinking. Yeah, I do. I, got, I was never quick on my feet, but the boy has some moves on him. <laughs> You got a pretty start. Uh, you got a pretty good fastball. I got a good little fastball. I mean, you probably pitching is the least athletic position in a way. Like you can, you don't have to be like the specimen. Yeah. I mean, Bartolo Colon pitched for what twenty years yes. in pros. Yeah, like I wouldn't imagine. Like, oh, dude, you know what? Actually, I bet Kurt Schilling's a nasty little basketball player, low key. I probably. feel like Kurt Schilling. Yeah, Roger Clemens. I feel like all those guys are just like crazy athletic. Yeah, like we, I played a. Round of golf with Kevin Harvick, the yep. NASCAR driver. Yeah. He shot like a 73 and yeah. never pulled a driver out of his bag. The entire time he just played with his irons. Really? That's Hardy. Hardy tees off with a five iron just about every time. Mookie's an insane golfer. Really? He's a great athlete. I mean, he was going to go pro in something. Like he could have gone basketball, football, or baseball. And I then obviously, forget bowling. he's from Nashville. You know about bowl- his bowling? He won the like the pro bowling circuit. Really, like real deal. Yeah, he's a freak bowler. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Pretty good on the diamond as well. Not bad, dude. And he's got some money in the bank, from what I've heard. Yeah, Mookie. What do you like? So much. I think every at bat it's like ninety thousand dollars or something. Dear God, isn't that crazy? You can just go up there and cough up blood and make ninety thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well done, buddy. Yeah. Well done. Good for you, Mookie. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Right. Of just be in earnest. <laughs> I'm gonna go be broke somewhere else now. Um, let's talk a little bit about you, Jordan. It's good to, uh, good to have you on here. We haven't done a lot of hanging out, but I feel like I know you a little bit already. Yeah. Um, also from last year's softball, Jordan Belzerian, when you had the fucking dude, it was the beard, beard, intense, Jordan Belzerian dude. is what I was calling him. And I think you, I think I owe you an apology because you definitely dropped a high, uh, pop fly one day because while the ball's in the air, I was like, that's you, J- uh, Jordan Belzerian. Yeah. Right by the dugout. <laughs> Like right by, yeah. Luckily, it was foul. I still, uh, that still haunts me. But, yeah. Uh, well, they, it will. Yeah. It'll keep, always think of me. Uh, you're born in Shreveport. Sure. Shreveport. Shreveport. Dude, don't put words I can't read on the screen. Shreveport. I don't know, Ern. That's not really a hard one, buddy. Shreve, Shreveport, L.A. Shreveport, L.A. So you're from L.A. Yeah. <laughs> you don't strike me as a Hollywood yeah. guy. Uh, oh, Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a man. Is it North country? Corner. I mean, not really. It's one of the bigger cities in Louisiana. Uh, but I mean, I grew up like, you know, middle of the city. Um, you played ball in school? Yeah. Baseball, football. Uh, but I mean, it was typical. It's hard to not be raised in the outdoors growing up in Louisiana. I mean, it's like sportsman's paradise. So true. You know, we were hunting, fishing every other weekend. How old were you when you killed your first animal? I was nine. Deer? Shot my first deer. Was it big? 
No, dude. It was the total opposite. <laughs> it was a baby. So, dude, yeah. this is the first time I'd ever gone hunting by myself, okay? It, so, it's like... It fell out of the deer and you shot it. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> where I'm hunting... I'd been hunting with my dad my whole life, and then finally, like, that was like the rite of passage when you can go hunt by yourself. Yeah. All right. Had this lever action 30-30, and my grandpa had hunted his whole life with it. And every deer he'd killed, he'd put a notch on the end of the the butt of the gun. And so I was just like, God, I've got to get a notch on this gun. Like, this would be so cool. It's good verse stuff, by yeah, putting a notch is. on the gun. And, uh, and so this, what I thought was a massive doe comes out. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is it. I got to shoot it. Turns out to be about a... I would say every bit of a nine-month-old button buck. <laughs> oh, no, it actually was a baby. Oh, no! <laughs> Here's the only thing I remember, because I've tried to put this out of my mind because I just felt terrible. <laughs> but I remember when my dad came to pick me up because he heard me shoot, <laughs> and he I heard his four-wheeler coming over. And he looks down the lane. Obviously, this it didn't go anywhere. It just dropped right in his tracks. <laughs> and my dad goes over and just picks this thing up and puts it inside the rack of the uh, four-wheeler. Four-wheeler. Didn't hang out, did not like fit in the rack of the Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, that's pretty bad, man. Did you kid did you did you kill a bigger deer like soon after to get that off the Yeah, I've I've shot a good bit of does. I've never really shot like a nice like big old big old buck. Game buck. Yeah. I like to duck hunt, so I usually deer hunt until duck season starts. Gotcha. And like how many ducks? See, I've never, I've talked about this on other. Oh, we're going, Ernest. We're going. Take me hunting. Absolutely. How many ducks do you kill like in a setting? Um, On a good day, what are you killing a hundred ducks? No, you can kill six. That's the limit. What if? What if you killed a hundred? Yeah, you probably. Like, is there a charge per duck over six? Yeah, but it's probably a really big charge, and you're probably going to jail. If you get if you get caught with a hundred ducks, you're going to jail. Hmm. <laughs> if you get caught, if that, you get caught, that's kind. Of, I'm just, I'm just thinking that's some redneck verse shit. Dude. You're talking about putting notches and guns. Like, got a hundred fucking ducks in the truck, and the was it uh, TWA? Yeah, Tennessee Wildlife. Tennessee Wildlife. Pissed at me, dude. But dude, you can shoot six. Um, like it breaks up to you know, like you can only kill one pintail, which is like a certain species. And then, um, yeah, it's fun though. But the, the cool, here's the thing: why you would love duck hunting? Okay, is because like you can actually like have conversations. It's not like deer hunting where you're just sitting there, not doing anything for multiple duck, hours. You can you're hanging out. We're hanging out. Oh yeah, I'd love that. Yeah, you'd have a blast. And you got a little. Do you have like a? Uh, are you cooking in yeah. the duck blind? Is that what I see people doing? There's like a. We have like a. We actually have a blind that has like a kitchen in the back, so you can go back there, cook full on breakfast, and then walk to the front of the blind. Where you can actually shoot ducks. So you can go from eating bacon and eggs to slapping Shooting down some bacon and yeah. eggs, dude. <laughs> the more I learn about duck hunting, the more it doesn't sound like hunting at all. It sounds, like, yeah. it sounds like just a hangout and we're eating. It really is. Chilling. I would like duck hunting for the same reason I like golf. Just hanging out with the boys and drinking and pretty much. You get to shoot something at the end. Yeah. Hope <laughs> shooting birdies. <laughs> shooting birdies, hey, dude. Very similar. Yeah, it's nice. Um, have you always so hunting, obviously, but like what about country music for you? How long you've been playing guitar and singing? Man, I started like playing probably around ten. But I mean my uncle was a songwriter. He's been in Nashville since the late eighties. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. He had a lot of wrote like Better Man, Better Off, Today's Only Fool for Tracy Lawrence. Um he had a song called Rubba Dubbin. 
by a guy named Kenny Mellons. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, he's been up here for a while. So me and Jacob, my, my brother, both, uh, kind of always knew that like songwriting was a profession and, um, and just kind of had an early introduction into Nashville. And, um, but like my dad wrote songs and played around the house. And so it just started really early. Uh, I don't remember like not having music yeah, right. at the house. Were you writing songs for girls in high school and stuff? I was learning every John Mayer song I could. Yeah, you and me both, dude. dude. Well, I mean, like, that's all. Daughters was like the big song whenever. Yes. I was. Yes. I want to say I I may have had some luck with that one. Your body's, a few Mayer your body's a Wonderland was th- that, that one was a big one for me. And Slow Dancing in a Burning Room. Slow Dance was great. Um, what was the one he had about, like, crashing down the market the owl oh the comfortable comfortable dude Give me that, that guitar song. behind you dude that song I, I, oh it's not gonna be exactly right doesn't matter if everything falls over pick it that opening lick is i just i just remember the time at the market there it is yep Ding. Yeah. Ern, that's beautiful. I just remember that time Time at the market. market. (laughs) You jumped up behind me. Our love was comfortable and so broken. What a sad thing. What was that even? Was that Room for Squares? What was that on? I think Room for Squares. Yeah. What a beautiful song. Dude, I bet Mayer did pretty well for himself back in those days. He still does. You think? I mean, <laughs> I bet you that you cat. So? I, I bet you he did just fine. I bet you, yeah, he did just fine. Jesus Christ. Yeah, who who wouldn't want to be John Mayer? <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't want to be John Mayer? Except for John Mayer. That, was on, John. Uh, that was on Inside Wants Out. Inside Wants Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pre-room for squares. Great record. Mm, that, also that was before... Like, Victoria on it. Yep. Mm. Man. Good for you, John. What was the other one? I I love the... When you're dreaming with a broken heart. Yeah. Hardest part. Waking up is the the hardest hardest part. part. Roll out of bed, down on your knees. Dude, I... This totally just popped my head because you were just singing. I was at a... We did like a virtual Twitch thing last night. Um... And I walk up to do this interview, and there's this cat on the couch, laid out like he's napping. Uh-huh. I am not making this up. Laid out like he's napping. He's got his mask on. He's he's the lighting guy for the interview setting. Just watching you on YouTube play sugar. Are you kidding? <laughs> swear to God. Let's go. I swear to God. That's dude. amazing. Let's go. And I mean, he was every bit of like, every bit of 50. And, I love that, dude. And he kind of like pops up. He's like, "Hey, man, are you are are you Jordan?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Uh, what you watching, man?" He was like, "Oh, it's this song I really like." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, Ernest." He's like, "Yeah, it is Ernest." Yeah, well, I'll be damned. <laughs> I guess that is his boy's name. That's hilarious, dude. It was the uh, like I couldn't have made it up. I don't know. That just popped in my head. That's great, dude. Ernest out here, dude. Ernest is becoming a freaking dude household dude. name, dude. If I ain't your household, if you got dudes, coming, dude. if you got dudes laid out on a couch at yeah. six p.m. in the napping position, 
just watching YouTube videos. We had videos. a good night. <laughs> <laughs> it went pretty well. I guess you could say it went well. I had a John Mayer-esque <laughs> evening. Layers. Layer. There's layers. There's to layers to that. Um, yeah, dude. So, John, all right. John Mayer's a good influence. Who Who else were you like, uh, what were you on some Jodeci and shit? What year did you graduate high school? I was 06. Okay. So like, um, did you ever catch the talent? Like, were you in the emo phase at all? Like, nah, I never. Craig never. David, was was that a part of it at all for you? Nah. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> who would it, all right. Who's your top three then? When you were listening, what was your burnt CD driving around? Oh, dude. I was like Southern Rock, like Black Crows is a huge, a huge Black Crows fan. Uh, obviously, like mayor. I mean, I was a pretty st- straight country guy. Really, like no rap. No, I did like Chameleon Air, Lil Wayne, uh, you know, Lil Flip. Yes, like those kind of like the Houston rappers. Hey, Lil Flip goes, dude. Uh, those were like, but I never gotten in like the mainstream rap. It was always kind of like the underground stuff. That's good, dude. I've been, I've been absolutely destroying like uh, Money Bag Yo. And uh, some Yo Gotti. I've been getting back listening to Yo Gotti a good bit. Uh, who else? Pooh Shiesty. There's, dude, I know. Dude, probably, not, not one of them. I know, I know, I know. I, I'm just, but. <laughs> Wait, for, where are they from? Are they Atlanta? For my listeners, I mean, from all over, from Memphis, Atlanta. I mean, it's like, talk about not. I mean, I guess it's kind of turned into mainstream. Mainstream rap right now is like real deal. It was like that. That was what. That's where we're at right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because mainstream rap right now is. Click clack banging, dude. We're really yeah. about that shit, and dude, the music's fire. All the like, all the Carter records from Lil Wayne. Yes, like, that was like our high school. Wayne's a goat. <laughs> Wayne's a dude. goat. You a Boosie fan? Yeah, Lil Boosie. For sure, dude. Boosie's Boosie Instagram bang. lives were getting out of. Pocket. I want to say he was from. Uh, all right, so I'm trying to think. What's his name? Who did? Uh, Paul Pierce. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who did the strippers did, in his living room? Paul black Pierce. and yellow. Black and yellow. Black Wiz and Khalifa. No, nah, all right. Sorry. Who was the one? There's one guy from Shreveport, rapper from Shreveport, one, one hit wonder. Give me some I'm, I'm thinking of his name. Well, he's arrested now. He shot somebody in Shreveport. Oh. That's but he was like, he was a guy. Who was it? If there's only a search engine that could find. <laughs> rapper that shot someone. In Shreveport. One hit. Like, had a huge song. Hurricane Chris. Hurricane Chris. Bang. That was it. What did he have? Uh, hey, baby. Yeah. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Yeah. Wow. Straight out the post city, dude. See, look at you with your rap references out of your back pocket. Money bag. Yeah. Go listen to Money Bag Yo though. Money Bag Yo. Yeah, it sounds good in the chat. That was what's over. That That's was... what I was just talking about. I mean, that's what I'm listening to currently. Oh, currently. I I've, yeah, I've been. Yeah, dude. Like I was saying, I've been listening to really sad country music and fucking really hard gangster <laughs> rap. And nothing in between lately. There's, I'll go straight. That's earnest, baby. I'll go straight from, uh, he stopped loving her today to fucking get it back in blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it happens fast. Yeah. Um, career-wise, so you've come to Nashville and you're doing well for yourself. You're giving it a shot, man. Yeah, you had um, singles you up. That just went. See, it was two times platinum. Yeah. That's fire. Home state. Take it from me. I'm just going down the catalog here. Yeah. Slow dance. Slow dance in a parking lot. That's right. That was the most recent, right? Yeah. That was the last one. The Fuck last yes. single we've had. Yeah. So what would would you say that's your favorite one? Probably out of the singles. Slow oh, dance. Singles. That's a great song. And I love that one. Thank you. Uh yeah. And then 
Yeah, moved in 2012. Started writing songs and. How long for you had your first? Was your first number one? 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the the yeah. grind in Nashville. I mean, I've talked with other artists here. On, I mean, it's just like. Nobody has the exact same story, but nobody just comes here and it happens overnight. And and it, and it shouldn't be that way. No. It, it's I'm, funny now to like, do you ever go back and listen to those early demos? I try not to. Dude, <laughs> they're terrible. What, like even, they usually have, there's now in the last three or four, in the last two years, there's some that I still love listening to. Yeah. But if I go back further than that, there might be moments where I was like, ah, that was a good idea. But for the most like part. Like a good idea and then you just totally don't land it. Or there, there's like these little... Little tidbits in there where you're like, okay, that was pretty good. Yeah. But, but like for the whole song, if I listen to like, which is, it's hard for me to even, which is terrible because. Uh, Josh Osborne's calling. He's, answer it, J.O. Hold on. <laughs> hey, Josh, I'm actually in the middle of a podcast with Jordan Davis right now, but you're live on speakerphone. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I I was talking to him last night because I had a song idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you or text you later, but I still have the song idea. Okay, okay. Awesome. All right, we'll see you. Um, yeah, I was, that's one of the best right there, man. He is. Yeah, I called him probably too late last night, but was, I got a song idea. I really got to suss out with you. Like, all right, I gotta call you tomorrow. <laughs> He's a man, dude. Yeah. Um, talking about Nash, old demos. Old demos. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was, I moved 2012, signed a publishing deal in like 2016, and then... Did you work other jobs when you came here? Yeah, I bartended. Where at? This place called Ellendale's out in Donaldson. Oh, where? It was like a family-owned restaurant. Dude, it was, it was rough, man. It was rough. How so? Not a lot of people came there. I was, I was no longer a uh, popping bar scene in Donaldson. I didn't know about. They're, uh, yeah, they're no longer around. Uh, it was great because I was able to make my own schedule. So I, could, I was like, about to say, it was great because I never had to go. Yeah, <laughs> I could write in the morning. I didn't have to be there till like three, three thirty. Mm-hmm. So it didn't interfere with writing too much. But uh, I mean, like those early on years in Nashville, maybe you did it too. It's like, you, f- you feel like you have to go out you have to go to like rounds. You have to yes. be kind of seen. Yes. And so I would always just like take off the weeknights and yeah. I would end up having to work like doubles on like Saturday, Sunday. So like, I just had no weekend. Was it just locals? Like you'd probably have like seven or eight of the same people every no, day. No, it was all, uh, airport. It was all airport people. Oh, yo, dude, you see, you, see you some, could probably run some pretty good game out of there bro. though. Like just in for a night. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> like, Want to know what to do? Yeah. 410 American road. Sounds like a hot in the spot. That's where I lived at. Okay. 410 American road. There's a, there's a party going down and it's, <laughs> and it's just a party for two. God, dude, you could tell I've been married for four years with that last attempt at a pickup line. That was freaking terrible. <laughs> saying your address. Yeah. Hey, uh, 410 American <laughs> road. Uh, walking into you playing yeah. there by yourself. It's just, just a lay. <laughs> Over or was it? <laughs> is this a layover? Or is it a getting laid over? Am I right? <laughs> oh man! How long have you been married? Four years. Yeah, just dude. had for just four years. March twenty. That's same. Yeah. I got I'm, my five year anniversary will be in January. Five years for the urn, dude. For the urn. Did you ever think it would happen? Always knew it happened. He's found the right one. Yeah, I knew. I knew. I knew, I knew she was out there. Because I knew knew I'd found all the wrong ones before that. (laughs) (laughs) I knew with all the wrong ones I went through, there's got to be a right one out there. Uh, How long out from the kiddo? 
Um, three weeks. So when this when this episode airs, my kid. Oh, will be here. sorry. No, it don't matter. Are we supposed to? We can. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. No, dude. So I have a Full kid right now. Yeah. My baby. Dude, you here. have a child I right now. I have a now. kid right now. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. I love him so much. We just be hanging out and like he doesn't sleep great all the time, but it's cool. Like poo poo pee pee. All over, baby. All over. But he's so he's so sweet. He looks just like me, but sweet like his mom. Loves animals. Yeah, um, that's a special kid, dude. That kid's good. Gonna... He's like 15 pounds already. Big. He's a thick boy. <laughs> he's a thick boy. Thick, dude. He came out with a mullet. He's already got a full head of hair. Dude, look at that. Just like his daddy. Yeah, just like his daddy. Dude, uh, that's awesome. So anyways, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. What is today, actually? What is today? Is the eighth, and this will air like May seventh. Yeah, dude. 17th, yeah, I have a three year old right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, I have a three year old when this airs. <laughs> he's writing already. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, he's already got a couple holds. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense, dude. That's I'm gonna start DJ Khaled and Kanye my shit and just like putting his name on stuff. Why not? So it's like just he's just collecting royalties. Yeah. Dude. Other writers you don't have to worry so about. Pissed. You don't have to worry about school. I just do two ways, so I can. But with a kid, as smart as he is, you know, he's he'll get a scholarship. And the athletic scholarship. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be my scholarship that I give out. Scholarship. I I would grant it to one person who would otherwise be dropping out of school if they didn't. He's like you're like I'm not fucking going unless somebody's paying. You're his last straw. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You deserve the scholarship. Yeah, that's great. It's a scholarship I give to kids. I don't care if they fuck it off. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like, look, I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars, and you can either use it for four years of college, or a car, dude. I don't yeah. care what you want to do. Just go to school. It's a party fund, basically. Go it's to school and have fund. a huge party fund. Yeah. We had a buddy of ours at, I went to school at LSU. We had a friend of ours that was down there for three years and would leave the house with a backpack on like he was going to class and was not enrolled in college for two and a half of those years. What was he doing when he left? Going to work. Why would he leave with the backpack? I don't know. I guess he didn't want us to know that he wasn't in college. Oh, he was just like one of the yeah. boys. He was just he like one of our on you guys too. What's that? He pulled it over on you guys. Oh yeah, we too. thought he was in school. Got it. That's hilarious. Apparently, somebody said that one day he was like, uh, they were like, "Hey man, where, where are you? Like, you never studied too much." Oh yeah, man, I just had a science test the other day. He's like, "Bro, we're in college. We don't have just science tests." <laughs> yeah, I had a so science test. Like, this so guy has study. a seventh grade reading yeah, level. Like, <laughs> we had a fucking geography test. Yeah, dude. That's stupid. I'm going to science class. It's like, bro, we're we don't we're have sophomores in college. Dude, it's called lab, yeah. <laughs> dude. That's what, what is this like? This guy's on Catch Me If You Can, just over here fooling yeah. everybody. Two Leo, man, years. What's that? Two and a half years. Yeah. of that. And everybody, I want to say like he had a girlfriend who thought he was in college. That thought he was in college for like a year of it. Swear to God, man, craziest thing ever. He like didn't have to do that. Nothing. Like, no, that's I don't what I'm saying. His why. life didn't matter at all. I mean, still doesn't. But no, maybe. I didn't mean his life didn't matter. I'm saying that life doesn't matter. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the guy. His life probably matters. He's probably done something great with it. I actually haven't talked to him in a really long time. Doubt he's anything. He's a politician now for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but dude, his seriously, name is Hunter I, Biden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh God. But dude, no, like seriously, no. I no clue why he why he kept that gig going for as long as he did. Did you play college baseball? No. Dude, um 
man, I just took it back. We had this guy named Joel who the baseball coach hated because he didn't play baseball, but all the baseball players would always go to Joel's house and base and the baseball coach knew that that's where shit was going down. Yeah. And like Joel's would Joel's had, you know, it was just for a small, dry Christian college campus. You went to Trebekah, right? I went to Freed Hardman, Freed Hardman in West Tennessee. Right. It's right, kind of like Alcatraz with the Bible installed. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like a faith-based Alcatraz. Um, but, but like, dude, we'd go to Joel's, but I remember Coach, Coach Estes one time after practice, he comes over to me and he goes, because uh, Joel wasn't in college. He just had the house and through the parties. Yeah. So Coach Estes goes, uh, just gonna let you know, Snow. If you go over to Joel's again, and I know you've been going because he sees my truck past the baseball field, and that's Joel's the only thing yeah. that way. He's like, and I know you've been going. He's like, you're gonna be off the team. He's like, I know what's going on at Joel's, and I was so high for that conversation because <laughs> I just got back from Joel's. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yes, yes, your honor, yes, your honor, yes. coach, yes, yes, your honor, yes, officer. <laughs> Yeah, I quit the baseball team a few weeks later. He was like, whatever, dude. If he catches me going to Joel's, I'm going to be running for three years. I'd rather just quit. And go How to many Joel's. years did you play, though? One. <clears throat> just one? Just one. I went to college for I went to college for one year. My second semester didn't even count because my grades were so bad. I didn't even get a credit. And then I dropped out and then went to Nashville State. But I paid for my Nashville State. So I felt like when I was in class one day, I was like the third day in an English class. And she was telling me to do some work. And I was like, I'm paying to be here? Fuck this. Up, and I dude. walked out in the middle of class, no explanation. I'm never going back. Called my mom and told her that. Dude. Ta-da, mom, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm graduating. I don't know. I, I, do you do all four years? I did all five and a half. What are you, a doctor? God, no, dude. I was an idiot. Like, that's oh. why I did five and a <laughs> half <laughs> years. <laughs> what, what were you majoring in? Dude, I switched so much. I started off like being like communications. Oh, I'm gonna be a petroleum engineer. Like, go make a bunch of money and I guess da, 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 money da. for sure. I spent like a semester in it. I think I got a 46 in physics out of a hundred. Like a 46 F. Oh wow, like, that was my final grade in the class. It's, it's and fit, I was like, hey man, with an F. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, if this if this is like a like I might go to summer school and try to get this thing knocked out, but they were like, no, if you Failed this one. You need to change majors. So I switched. I switched from engineering to geology. Turns out there's just as much physics in that one. So I ended up going to my counselor and being like, "Hey," and this was like four and a half years in. And I was like, "Hey, what's the fastest route for me to get Get out of this school?" And she was like, "Uh, "Environmental science." And I was like, "Bingo!" That's what I was looking at the whole time. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. I was thinking. She so, just introduced you to the guy you live with, who's been faking it. For yeah, years. do what he's doing. Here's our here's our last graduate. This this guy. We need to find that guy. By the way, do you know his name? I do. Can you say it? Yeah, Alex Todd. Alex Todd from not LSU. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex Todd from the surrounding LSU areas. Alex Todd from fucking Schlotsky's near LSU. I think he's he's probably still in Shreveport. Probably. What, I mean, what, was he just making bank? Dude, he's probably fucking... Well, that was in Baton Rouge. So that was like, he was... I think he he, he maybe started off at Baton Rouge Community College. Sounds like a then big he went community to LSU, college guy. And then maybe when he got out of... LSU and he was like, man, we're going back first semester of BRCC. 
Maybe that's when he was just like, nah, I'm out. I get that's like the guy, like, I don't know, the guy that gets fired and his wife doesn't know it for like, you know, yeah, six like, weeks and finally, and finally, you're not, you don't have a job. What have you been doing? He just goes to the bar and drinks all yeah. day and his he goes and play golf. Yeah. You haven't had a job in six weeks. I just couldn't break it to you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a segment with you called <laughs> Living La Vida Local. Living La Vida. Yeah. Living. Yeah. I always think it's Living La Vida Local, but it's Living La Vida Local. But it's basically. Oh, there it is. That one got me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are your headphones loud? No, they're good. I just. That's what I'm ready for. Yeah. <laughs> Living La Vida Local. Uh, let's talk about, uh, normally I'm asking which, where's your favorite restaurant in Nashville, mm-hmm. but where's your favorite bar in Nashville? Where's your watering hole? Um, probably Nobles. Where's that? Beer Hall on uh, Gallatin, or I guess that's still Maine, like right before you. I've never heard of Nobles, and I've been here my whole, my whole I mean, it's pretty life. new. It's pretty oh, new. Oh, really? Uh, is it bougie, or is East it like Nashville. a beer, beer joint? Beer and wings joint. Nobles. I want to go there. That's it, dude. <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Dude. Darts. Know? Oh, man. Uh, Good craft beer. Good wing. Is that ribs? Those are ribs, but, dude, their wings are great. Smoking thighs, bro. I went to Smoking Thighs. Smoking Thighs uh, is great. I By the overpass? Be, they got brunch. Is that what I'm looking at here? Yo, I, I love a good egg Benedict. Dude, they're... Uh, <laughs> they're... Uh, <laughs> Fucking problem. It's great. No, it's great. Egg minutes are great. Egg Benedict. Okay. Uh, they're like Sundays during football season. That's like a big Saints hangout. I'm a Saints fan, so. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, well, I gotta go try that out. Smoking thighs was that. Was, everybody told me to go, and I just happened to be early for a ride. Went in there. It was like noon. Um. And they treated me like a king. I was the only person in there. I walked in there, and they're like, have you been here? I was like, no. Can I sit wherever? They're like, yeah. I sit down. Like, okay, sweetheart, what do you want? And, he, and I looked at the menu. I was like, fucking wings. And they were so nice. And then they brought me a lemonade, and I drank the lemonade. And then I said, by the way, I was cooked for this. I was, I, I just I just smoked, and I was like, I got to get some wings. So I go in, and everything's going good. It's like a movie. They bring me my lemonade. Then I was like, could you put some gin in this lemonade? I'm like, no problem. And they're like, they like they like this guy because he's the only one here and he's the only one he's drinking. And it's 10 15 yeah, and we're all we're all gin lemonade. We're technically not open yet, sir. <laughs> but um so I'm in there just vibing and the food comes out and I'm sitting at a round table. I'm just laid back, kind of watching uh TV, and I when I go to readjust and set my hand up on the table, the table leans like and the the wings and the jinks start sliding off, dude. I mean, if it had gone back another inch, I mean, my heart is still in my throat from sitting up and just, whoa, dude, because everything was going so pure and it's so my luck. If I had knocked the table over with the, like, I'd been in my mind, I'm like, this is the coolest experience ever, dude. I'm chilling. Wings, ugh, insane. Drink, yes. I think it'd be table. awesome if it would have gone over and all those people would have been like, Man, you remember when that guy kind of down on his luck came bouncing in here drinking <laughs> gin and lemonade at <laughs> 10 o'clock? And then knocked the table and over? knocked our table over? Ern would have been walking out. They'd be like, sir, can we give you a couple of bucks? This is the same. Ern's like, no, no, no. I'm actually doing just fine. <laughs> Dude, this, this, this shit happens to me all the time, and it would have been so my luck. And I thought about what I would have had to have done, and I couldn't have hung around. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> dude, you, you I'm up and out, dude. I didn't need a wing. Sorry, not paying. I gotta go. You just, I can't <laughs> stick around because when we were, I was in Florida, and this is another example of this shit just happens to me. I walked down the road to go to this gas station. No, no intentions of getting anything. I was just like, I'm gonna go in there, gas station, just wandering, right? right? Yeah, get a football. I saw. <laughs> so I get a football. And I'm walking around the grocery store with, or the uh, gas station football. Walk around. Da, da, da. Icy's look good, so I fill up a big old large icy. Coke icy already had the top on, holding the football. And as I just just walk away to go pay, the Coke icy God, spills all over the floor, dude. cracks, spills completely all over the floor. I was too not in the headspace to go clean up a whole mess. I mean, it was like I deleted it happening and just immediately got another cup, went that. And then, so now I see football. We're good on the icy. I go over to the hot dogs because I want a hot dog. Yeah. Football, icy, hot dogs. Spilled the icy again, dude. You spilled two ices? Yeah, within like a minute. But In this one, one didn't crack. Station. This one didn't crack. So I picked it up and took what was left and went and paid for it. And the lady watched this whole thing. How I'm fumbling the fucking football and <laughs> set it all up there. And I'm walking back and I'm talking about it on Instagram and about dropped it again, dude. I mean, you couldn't. I was I was about to scream to God, just like take me right now because this is not going to. Two ices bit the dust, dude. You gotta, dude. You gotta respect the icy a little bit more than that. I respect that. I'm just a clutch. I spilt one. <clears throat> I didn't spill it. Actually, my daughter slapped it off my tray. I'd got. I'd waited for six hours. How old is she? She's a year and a half. Already got a little attitude on her. Dude, she was feeling it on this flight. <laughs> and, you know, you have to wait six hours at a Starbucks in an airport. Because yes. none of them. They don't know how to staff properly, no. I guess. No. So I have this whole big-ass coffee, and Eloise just backhands it in the aisle. Mm. Mm. And what are you going to do on a plane? You know, like, everybody... It's the only thing that's going on in the plane. So everybody kind of looks over like, wow, it was a full coffee. Yeah. And Did you just kind of sit burnt? there and you just, nah, I mean, it fell in a good spot, but like, you can't like, <laughs> I remember being like unbuckling my seatbelt. Like I was going to do something like, oh man, let me, well, actually I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to wait for a flight attendant to come by, embarrass me, pick up the trash and yeah, we'll finish this thing out. I'm ready to. I think it's about time for me to start having <coughs> more empathy for babies on planes because, and I, I guess I would assume it's life changing when it's your own kid yeah. making the noise, but when it's not, it sucks. Yeah, dude. But but I just got to be able to tune it out. Now, now there were two guys sitting behind me on a plane one time that were my age and I was in a terrible mood. It was like a red eye. And these guys were fucking still up from the night before, like drunk and loud and like laughing and smacking the back of the headrest. Uh. And I, I turned around and go, are we going to keep being fucking babies or nah? <laughs> and like eight people around you me. You boys going like, to figure this out? <laughs> I, literally, I turned around and snapped on them and eight people around me were like, Nice, because they were annoying. They were annoying everybody, and I finally just cussed at them, dude. It felt so good, dude. It's there's nothing worse than being like next to just a bad. Grow situation. up, I. It's like grow up. Oh, and if they're watching, you definitely know it's who you are. Yeah, dude. hope you've grown up. Remember this face. <laughs> remember this face. How could you forget it, man? Remember, remember. <laughs> Wait, uh, where's your spot? Where's your where's your local bar? My, oh, my local bar. 
smoking thighs? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, losers. <laughs> I love losers, man. It is a great bar. I love losers. I, um, you know, there's also a cool little watering hole called Twin Kegs off of Trousdale. Never heard of it. And it, I mean, it's a hole in the wall. They just now paved it back, but like in high school, we'd go get beers there. Yeah. And just like $2 pitchers and like dollar cheeseburgers. Yeah. They don't have liquor drinks. I like, it's like Bobby's. Bobby's, Bobby's. I, Bob, if Bobby's sold burgers. Another good one, uh, Batter's Box is a underrated bar in Nashville. Batter's Box, is that? Uh, they're right off of. That's next to the courthouse, right? Yeah, it's kind of in that area. It's like, you know, you come over Korean Vets instead of taking a right to go downtown, you take a left. And it's yes. like up there on the hill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. There needs to be <coughs> I miss I miss the original um well, Paradise Park, dude. Did oh, you yeah, downtown? Remember? Yeah. They've it's back, but it's not what Paradise Park is. It's not what it was. was. Man, that the dude, Paradise Park on a Friday night. <sighs> And that was pre Nashville popping, popping too. Right. It was like, well, you could really go down there and it just like Broadway was still like really fun. Yes. I mean, not that Broadway's not fun. It's now, not, it's not like, the same anymore. Yeah. It's not the same. Uh, did you ever play any Broadway gigs? Like, what, what gig, what were you playing locally? Or were you more just like a listening room circuit guy? Yeah. I did like taps, taps and tapas. Remember over there in Belcourt? Yeah. Uh, that was like my first place I ever played. Isn't that Belcourt Taps, right? Belcourt Taps. Yeah. yeah. I didn't um, know it was taps and tapas. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was, when I was playing, it was still taps and tapas. Okay, so two different names, same place. Same spot. Gotcha. Okay. And then the, the listening room when it was... At the old spot. The old place. Yes. But not the one downtown. There was an... It was a, it was another... Oh, I'm thinking of the one Like on right Saturday. there. No, it, it, it before it moved there, it was like in this like kind of corner, not far from here. But yeah, they. But it was only there for like a year when I yeah. first moved. Ooh, well, there was another one that was only here for like two minutes. It was at the bottom of the Adelaide, right, right over here. Remember, it was like a little speakeasy. Bar oh yeah, existed yeah. Existed for like two. Was it uh, the copper or uh, ah, dude, I played the around tippy, there. The tippy or tippler. The tippler. The that was tippler, it, dude. dude. Yeah. yeah, I played around there. Me and Mitchell Timpenny used to go to play rounds every Friday night together. Just yeah, I played around there, and I went and saw uh, Caitlin Smith do like a showcase there. Oh yeah, that was a cool bar. I feel like if it would started now, it would have stayed in business. Yeah, that was a cool spot right before their time. The best ones always are. They always are. They always are. Um, yeah, dude. What do, What do you think about like uh, who do you, who's going to win the World Series this year? You know, not the Texas Rangers. No, but Texas, dude. Did you see opening day? Dude, 40,000, dude. That looked really good. <clears throat> we're going down. That looked like baseball. Yeah. Uh, we're going down in a couple of weeks to catch some games. I'm a huge Ranger fan. So. That's going to be so sick. Have you thrown out a first pitch anywhere? I have. At Texas? Not at Texas. Uh, Brewers and the Cubs. And LSU. Dang. First yeah, big first pitch guy. Have you sang national anthems? No, never gonna do it. I'm never gonna do that. <laughs> but either. what's your what's your one thing that you would do it for? Everybody's got to have one where it was like, hey, if it gets me a ticket into this sporting event, I'll do it. Like if the Rangers a Kardashian were, birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. <laughs> Courtney Kardashian's birthday party. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd probably do it. I mean, dude, <laughs> I'm trying to think. All right, but, if, but for a sporting event, dude. Um, 
Like, because I'm with you. There's no way to. There's no way to win on it. There's no way to like NASCAR. Like something. Something where like I don't like. Dude, you can get a ticket to. I feel like uh, like something. Something where, like a super. Do they do a national anthem at the Masters? <laughs> do they? For you. Uh, For you, they might. That okay. Would, okay. That would, uh, what if? All right. Here we go. What if they say the Masters did do a national anthem and they were like, "All right, Earn, if you do, if you do the national anthem, you can get eighteen the day after the Masters." Yeah, dude. All I gotta do is sing so that's the national your so anthem? that's your that's your sports thing. Like for me, and I'm allowed to butcher it. I mean, yeah. If you want to, if you want to live, easy. live forever as the guy that <laughs> butchered the. Fruit. Nobody, butchered the, I wouldn't do it. Where I wouldn't mess it up worse than Fergie. <laughs> Did she mess hers up, bad? Pull it up. Yeah, she got. You tell seduct- me. She got seductive with it, dude. Uh, she should have been seductive. There was a band. She should have been. I feel like there was somebody had a bad one. Country, maybe Eli Young had a bad one at the Chiefs game. I feel like if I like if I were like say Staples Center and I'm getting ready to play, do the national anthem, I would probably instead of the national anthem play like America the Beautiful. Oh yeah, at the like uh, her America, America. She crushed that at the yes. Yeah, dude. No, I'm already out. Yeah, we're we're in for two minutes. No. Yeah. Is this the one where like LeBron was like laughing at her? Everybody's laughing. We're watching the whole thing. What's so proud? So sorry for he's fighting it there. Steph's yeah. fighting it there. He can't believe it. He's like, wait a second. She's he can't believe it's real. I feel bad for the bass guy trying to keep up with her. Yeah. <laughs> Never sang before. <laughs> Hips don't lie, but your voice does. <laughs> LeBron about to geek. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Chance, Chance. Chance is like, this is terrible. Look, everybody's like, yeah, this ain't America. Next. I, I can, what's that guy's name? He's hilarious. I can't remember his name, but Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson. Do you ever think of like, who on her team okayed this? Because you know she played it for somebody. It was like, hey, here's how I'm going to sing the anthem. I, can and, you somebody, and somebody says, yeah, it's great. Look, dude, they're trying so What was that? Draymond's like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jimmy can't handle it either. He, everybody knows they're witnessing the worst rendition. And she's killing no, it. She's mind. like, yep. <laughs> I mean, they're shamelessly just laughing at her. Wait for it. She hit. Oh God! All right, and I'm willing to sing the national anthem for any event, anywhere. <laughs> I think I got this. Yeah, that was pretty rough. You never saw that? 
You saw the I memes. Feel like from I've, it, probably. I feel like I've yeah probably seen a few. Of that. Sheesh, that's a um, good that's a good topic though. How does that stuff get approved? Like seriously, how does like how does somebody sit there and be like, hey Fergie, we know you're gonna have a lot of eyeballs on you at this let's hear what you all star game. Let's see how you're gonna do this. And she's like, okay, well here's what I got. That and somebody was like. It's gonna be great. There it is. No do it. Notes. Go for then, then do it. Ma- maybe somebody on her team has had enough of her with her hips don't lie spiel. That's Shakira. And, and <laughs> who's that, dude? You you did it twice. Don't disrespect Shakira like that. Uh, that's right, Shakira. That's Fergie. Yeah, totally. Fergie. Uh, I'm Fergie's not black eyed peas. Dude, that makes yeah, dude. Shakira's <laughs> hips don't lie, and she's beautiful, and her hips don't lie, and they do not lie. Never huh. have. Never will. Never will. J Lo's hips won't lie. No, they never either, dude. Her and Paul Rudd just keep getting better with time, dude. <laughs> what do J Lo and Paul Rudd have dude. in common? They look great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> keep keep getting better, dude. Shakira was who? Shakira. She's still sizzling, but but okay. Fergie, all she has is the black eyed peas. Yeah. Why would she ever sing the national anthem? She did. Uh, she did Fergalicious. That was a big one. For did that her. involve melodies that mattered? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. You'd know better, but I don't think so. <laughs> Who did? Uh, to, wait, Fergalicious. Which one is that? They had a few. I mean, they were they were pretty big. I'm, yeah. When I think Black Eyed Peas, I think Where's the Love. Yeah, yeah. Huge song. And then Great I song. then I draw blank. What else? I don't know. Yeah, right. Obviously, for When I was in the Virgin Islands, I lived there for a year. Not only this is for Oh, yeah. Turn it off. Yeah. Um, so when, I, thump to it. when I was in the Virgin Islands, the first time, like when I lived there for a year, uh, I did Virgin Island Idol, like VI Idol. Did you really? Yeah. Which I thought was going to be awesome because I mean, everything in the VI is like the VI version of what's going yeah, on. Yeah. So it wasn't like. Ryan Seacrest. It was like fucking some guy in the some, some, some guy. <laughs> yes, I this me boy Snow. Um, but so I thought it was a singing contest. Stupid me, because I went in and sang, and every fucking body else is in there just rapping their songs. So it was like a high school talent show uh. with a bunch of up and coming Virgin Island rappers, <laughs> and then I'm in there singing a song like. And it's like we're talking about the demos. Like I went back and watched the footage. Hey, change your voice. <laughs> it's like, hey, Earn, don't sing like that. And then they're singing some like, oh, oh na, 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 na. and like trying to sing, sing, and everybody else, boom, with the clap. We were, oh my God, did you just find this? Is that it? That's, oh, this is it. I haven't seen this video in eight years, dude. Earn, that's you? That's a fucking shell of me. <laughs> I ate that guy. <laughs> you have volume on this book? I hope not. This is embarrassing as fuck. Dude, the production value from needless our to, idol to theirs is Needless little. to say, I lost so hard. Hey, it sounds great. I was 20 years old. Carries her Stage present, it's fabulous. Yeah. To 18 people. Dude, get down there and freaking let them know it. So out of breath. Little ass. There you go. God, this is embarrassing as fuck. How can I sit here and make fun of Fergie and then this shit comes (laughs) up? 
I do like those uh, cherry, or I guess those are kind of like more plum trousers you got. 75 there. I don't think I've ever what seen this version know? of this video, dude. dude this is cell phone footage. Dude. Yeah. Delaney's dad wrote this song. Did she really? Or did he dad, really? Yeah. So why don't you take her? Stop, Keith. in your mind, With that somebody in your world. somebody in your world. So top, top, just stop it. I would because uh, what I did was waste my time learning that song to sing it. Because not only shit trash, <laughs> but everybody got up there and rapped, and I would have rather rapped, and I would have rapped better than everybody up there rapping. I was like, I could have won this fucking thing <laughs> if it had been American Idol, a fucking rap contest. But I went in there trying to sing like goddamn <laughs> fucking who knows what, dude. So I take it that didn't it didn't you didn't go into Hollywood? No, I lost. But in the long run, I think I came out just fine. I think you would. I think you <laughs> I, I would. I did make it back off of the island. <laughs> you voted yourself off. I voted myself <laughs> off. Um, but that that stint in the islands, bro, I think I was saying it to say, like, cutting my teeth early on like that and having to go do gigs like that. And yeah. fuck, man. Come Wait, a long what were you way. doing down there? I lived in St. Thomas with Delaney's dad for nine months to a year and just like I'd play three bar gigs like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And then just hang out on the beach in the morning, uh, take a, take a taxi down to like where they let the cruise ships off. And I'd hang out out in the streets and just like freestyle songs about people as they came by and get enough money for like lunch and a beer. And then, uh, either hitch a ride back to the house on the other side of the Island. I did a lot of hitching with just hop in the back of a truck or there's a dollar taxi that goes around the islands, $1 and it just goes in a loop all around the island and gets off. So I would do that a good bit, but Dude, that's crazy. I never knew that. That was it. That was my life. That's why I was in that shape. Cause I didn't eat much and I just went and sat on the beach and did push ups and was pissed yeah. off most of the time. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan. What's your equivalent of uh, Virgin Island Idol? Like, what was something you did mad young like that that you wish we didn't have a video? That, of, yeah, that I can pull up and find a video of right now. Oh man, uh, I didn't do. I started like late playing music. I, I didn't even. I honestly like. I played two full band shows when I signed a record deal. Like I just didn't. Whoa! Didn't wow! Really, was that you yeah. said about not happening overnight? What was that? Yeah. Well, I never played a full band show and signed a record deal. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you, I don't know, I, I, like, I was writing songs. I started the artist thing because I had seen so many people I was writing would get publishing deals. Yeah. And I was kind of like, hey, man, I feel like I'm writing good songs. I'm writing a lot of these songs with these people that are getting publishing deals. And, like, here I am bartending. I'm tired of this, like. You know, I'd had like this like two year goal in my head when I moved to Nashville that I was like, if I don't have anything going on by then, I want to move back to Louisiana. And, uh, which was stupid. I obviously didn't make that, but, uh, I just got to a point where I was like, man, why are these people like getting deals and I'm not? And they're like, oh, well, they want to be artists. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? And they're like, they want record deals. And I was just like, oh yeah, I want one too. Well, it gets me out of this freaking bar, man. Like, Yes. And so I started playing rounds and started playing um, 
you know, I'd go back to Shreveport where like I would like feel comfortable. Yeah. And play like, you know, just little bars and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like that, I, I started like really late playing live. When did you sign your record deal again? I think it was like 2016, uh, somewhere in there. And then kind of sat around for a couple of years, like writing songs and making sure that, yeah, uh, everything was right. What, like, brand wise of music, because I know, like, ever evolving, but where were you at, like, when you first signed? Your record deal was it like more red, or were you pretty? Have you been pretty much right on what you're doing? No, it's it's always been kind of my kind of style. Uh, you know, I mean, I I just feel like I had that kind of yeah jump, you know, kind of mixed bag of influences and uh, you know, country, R and B, yeah, uh, so just well, kind yeah. of marrying all that. You know, it's a big advantage in this world, and you're a good singer. And you're a good Thanks, singer. Thanks, man. You as well. Did you just see that video, dude? Come on. Yeah, which is not very convincing. I'm glad, you know, we're nine years down the road. From <laughs> I know, that. right? That's crazy, dude. When I brought up VI Idol, I figured I'm surprised they could even upload it to YouTube. That was on YouTube? Yeah, it has 303 <sighs> views. Thank God. Dude, you probably made a couple pennies off of that, man. Doubt it. <laughs> Doubt it. Dude, I remember that night. We just would stand, yeah, we were just standing back behind. It was like a school gymnasium. I mean, it was literally a high school talent show with adults. And like, I mean, I wish I could go back and watch it now. And I'd meet me in the back and get in the joint rotation. Just be like, not only do you not want to fucking do this shit, <laughs> you should rap because this song you're about to do ain't going to fly. It's not going to go over well. It's not going to fly. You're going to get some courtesy fucking... You're going to get some courtesy claps because I'm the, the only white contestant. The, you're like, oh, yeah, dude, Snow! Snow's up here, dude. They're like, that's my boy. I fuck with snow. Like, everybody on island knew snow. And I was, and then, nah, dog. That's maybe my biggest regret in life right there, singing that song that night. Not rapping in it. And so stressed getting there that night. I'll never forget that day. I'm like, oh, my hair, da, da. we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Traffic, traffic, traffic. I hate my life now. Dude. I got to go back and do it. You should. You, you ought to go back and play some of your hits. I do. I will. Go, I'm going to go do a uh, Big Earns Little Beach Bar tour, I think, soon. Like in the later in the summer. Oh, really? And like fall. Dude, that'll we'll be just awesome. do beach bars where I come from Florida and then try to schedule some back uh, in the islands at the bars I'd play at. And just like, if nothing else, for good content. But like, I know my people down there would show up. Dude, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Have you been to the Virgin Islands? I haven't. You got to. I mean, it's USVI. It's like a $500 round trip. That's for everybody. Yeah. If y'all got to go to St. Thomas, it's easy travel day. Yeah. Dude, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. You have you one, need you an have opener? two kids. You have two kids just I one? just got one. Yeah. And yeah. No. And uh, I think for some, I'd be opening. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't know the moving pieces. But others, I think I would just literally be doing my own little beach bar tour. Dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. Content, yeah, everything. And dude, content. you have a blast. So much fun. Does that ever get? Does that ever? Man, but you're good at it, though, man. Like you, you crush social media. What do you, what, what do you mean? Does what get old though? Is it like? Does it ever feel like it's like a chore? Um, only when someone tells me I have to do something. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm. I like doing things. I know, like I'm, you're I'm great gonna at it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. And it only gets annoying when somebody tells me to do it. Yeah. Because I'm gonna. I'm gonna. It's yeah. like it's like being told to make the bed. It's like I know I got to make the bed, but 
for like I I love social media like now that you when you kind of get your teeth sunk in it I guess or kind of see what people like yeah, about yeah. You, that that was the hardest thing for me on Instagram was like I post so much random shit like I'm not for a while it was all just like picture of me like artist high quality picture of me and that's boring and then I was like I just gotta go wide open and show my personality completely on Instagram yeah. And then once that started catching on, I was like, well, my brand kind of allows me to just do or say whatever I want kind of yeah. on Instagram. I, I mean, like it. you're, it's, that's always been like one of the biggest hangups on me is like socials. Like, so cause nice. I like, I never was like a shout out Mallory. Yeah. No, Mallory's great. I love Mallory. Trust me. I frustrate the hell out of Mallory, but like, you know, I don't know. It's something I just got to get better at. You post yourself. Is it, is it all yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there are times like for ads and stuff. I, I like Kroon posting it just because it's like, I can't really think of what to say. So just copy paste something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well like, yeah, that stuff. I mean, like we have a, a, a team obviously like Mallory yes. and uh, another team that helps us like kind of schedule them out. But I don't know. How the hell did I start talking about that? I just randomly you, ask you that. Yeah. You're you just, on my brain. You just ask I if I get tired or. Yeah. yeah that's it. That's it. Sorry. Um, no, sometimes I feel like I overpost. Honestly, sometimes I'm afraid I post too much. But you know, they say you like never can. I just Which makes sense. I don't, I don't like for some people, like when Al Dean followed me or like somebody that like I'd, if somebody follows me like that, then I, then for whatever reason, sometimes I am skeptical to post because it's like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want them to just see me in the first, every time they scroll in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like that could get annoying. Cause I get annoyed if yeah. I see somebody too much, I'll just mute them. You don't know who you are. <laughs> There's some motherfuckers that are muted. <laughs> I wish you could do that in real life. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> you're gonna disappear for a minute you're gonna disappear for a minute <laughs> go hey yeah hang on dude oh that'd be so cool the mute feature in real life if we really are just a simulation and this is a video game ow <laughs> then that shouldn't hurt <laughs> I, was saying, I was like what the hell are you doing I was man? Saying, but if it is if it is a simulation and we could just just a video game. <laughs> we just delete people. Apparently, apparently, her can just go out and beat the hell out of everybody, dude. This, I'm, hey, I'm nothing's gonna, real. This hey, is real. Kick you. Your <laughs> nothing's real. <laughs> I'm not really even here right now. Uh, you just never know. But I'm just being earnest. We'll be able to fix this in post, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I remember my first bud line in Lennon by the creek. I remember the lights on on the back of your Jeep. I remember that and then I was there and you were here. I remember my first beer. Oh, dude, we're writing that. Seriously, let's write that. Not right now, but like <laughs> at some right. point in our life. Write a song right on the now. podcast. Yeah. Dude, I want to rent out the rhyming for a day and write a song <laughs> on the rhyming. No, that'd be sick. You could probably do it. I think now. so, right? Wouldn't it be cool to just get like three or four guys and a couple of guitars? Or do just do like a camp. In a circle on the stage. Just like a rhyming. Rhyming camp for the weekend. For the weekend. Spend the night. I don't like to talk to ghosts, but. Are you going to talk to them that Dude, night? I would listen to the ghosts in the rhyming. Have you ever had any ghoulie encounters? Man. That looks like a guy that might have. Ooh, boy. Um, Ghost stories. With there's this ghosts. old. Uh, hotel. It's like my favorite hotel in New Orleans called the La Richelieu. Right in like the heart of the quarter. Well, a little bit 
probably north end of the core. And they always say that they it's like they have like some spirits. And I was like, and I'm not like really a ghost guy, mm-hmm. but man, I, we, me and my wife stayed there for two nights one night. Where and is it? It's in New Orleans. New Orleans, gotcha. There was some, uh, there was some eerie stuff going on. What happened? I love hearing this stuff. I was awake and just thinking like, ah, uh, it's probably just like the air, heating and air, whatever. You good? Almost just swallowed the tab. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was uh, like, she was out. And I was kind of laying there, like staring out this window, and it, it was almost—it was like voices out there. And I was like, "Well, it's probably just the balcony next door." And I woke up the next morning. And I was looking out the window, and it like then it hit me. I was like, "Wait a second! There's like we're on the corner. There is no balcony out here." And I was like, "Well, I was like, yeah, yeah but justify it. I was like, man, it's New Orleans. There's people walking around at all hours of the night. Like it's never like dead silent. Yeah, right. All right. So the next night, I went went to bed, and it kind of happened again, like around the same time. And then I just like totally freaked myself out. Did you go look? No, God, no. Yeah, you're kind of like par- Like I was just kind of like, but what if I do go out there? And like we had just done like the New Orleans ghost tour. Oh, so they was that tight? No, dude, it's awesome. It's amazing. Like definitely do that if you're if you're down there. But uh and New Orleans just has so much history and Yeah, man. I some, mean some good, some bad. I would yeah, New Orleans seems like that's a haunted, it. That's yeah, a haunted place. Yeah. A lot of like creepy but dude, the ghost tour down there is dude, it's the best one I've ever been on. What um you go on a lot of ghost tours? So you like you like <laughs> I love it. I don't I'm not saying I believe in it, but right, I but love you like, like that stuff. Have because you been they, on the one here? I haven't gone on the one here. Pretty good one. Um but like with New Orleans, they have, it's it's like a ghost tour. So they tell you like why people would say it's ghosts, but it's more like just like a history tour. So you're like, here's where the ships would come in, you know, and all these people would get off the boat after being on the boat for like two months, not seeing any sun oh, because yeah. they were like under the deck. Yeah. It was like the women when they brought them over from France and they were like, so they would come out and like these white robes, pale white. And they're like, that's how people think vampires look like rap. I don't know. It's it's a I butchered that, but like it's just oh, but they're saying cool, but like, they think the the vampire lore began right there. That's because pretty in dope. the middle of the night they would come off the boat because at the time, like women weren't allowed right, you know, in into the port of New Orleans. Right. So they would have to sneak them in and the whole time on the ship they would have to be hidden. So they would come out at night and like kind of roam through the streets and like go to their spot. So they were like, oh. Vampires. Wait, women aren't supposed to be over here. That's a woman. Like, yeah. So it's like vampires. Man. I probably butchered that, but it, no. there's 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 little inklings of truth in there. I want to go on the ghost tour in New Orleans. Where's yeah. the one here? It's kind of just all around Music Row. I mean, this building was allegedly haunted. Was it really? Yeah, really. I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but... uh yeah, you can read a whole little thing on it. This was this used to be a big mansion, eleven eleven Sixteenth Avenue South. And now y'all just freaking and, right. And hits. when it was when it was Capitol Records, there was all kinds of poltergeist shit going on in here. <laughs> and and I believe it. That could be that could be the the little juice you need on a slow day. Maybe somebody. You know. I love, dude. I wrote a song called "Ghost of a Man" in here one night at like three in the morning. We had been talking about ghosts and like doors and stuff, yeah, all earlier that night. And I just wanted to write a song called Ghost of a Man, like what it would basically the per, uh, perspective of like being a ghost unseen, right? And watching your girl 
live out y'all's dream with someone else. Oh. I was like, I'm just a ghost of a man that loved you well. Dude. But, I, but like the guy checked out, like he died. Uh, or he's just see, like well, no that's longer. The thing because half of half of yeah, right. He's not actually dead. But there was a point in it where I was like, this is one of those songs that would be eerie to be played at my funeral. Because because yeah. it's like because it it could mean that he's just I am literally a ghost now. Yeah, watching my life, watching what could have been my life if I was still here. That's kind of a deep piece. Uh, I'm just the ghost of a man. It's pretty very, great though. Very marish. It's not a country song. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry about the Kong, man. That I'm I butchered that. Yeah. Ghouls. You have new music coming? Ghouls. Yeah, you do. I do. <clears throat> This'll be it'll be out, right? Sorry. Seventeenth. This 17th. W- this is coming out May seventeenth. Today is May seventeenth. Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah. New EP. New uh by dirt. How many songs? I believe we did six songs, uh, and we did a uh, a little tribute, tip of the cap cover to one of my favorite songwriters of all time, John Prine. Oh hell yeah! What song did you do? We did the chorus of Spanish Pipe Dream. I'd so cool. blow up your TV. Yes. Uh, did you get to know him? Man, I never met him. I was super like me neither, but I'm pretty uh, upset. I had a chance to go to the Ryman and kind of like see him he was doing like a new year's eve show and he it was like john prine and friends but they were like man if you come here maybe we can sneak you backstage and get you to see him but i'd tried the last couple of times man i've probably seen john prime play 10 times really and um i tried to get back there to meet him when we saw him playing uh at the wolf trap in virginia yep and they were like, man, he's not doing meet and greets and stuff like that. And I didn't want to push it. It's, it's one of those things where like, this is sound, this sounds terrible. And I am kicking myself now, but like, you know, they say never meet your heroes. Mm-hmm. But what sucks is like, I've heard nothing but amazing stories about John Prine. Yeah. Like of how great a guy he was and like just super humble. And, um, but you know what? I haven't really been let down by I haven't either. Any That's of what my hero. Like I think that I there think that saying just, is kind of like there might have been one asshole and that person just spread the rumor really never meet your heroes. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> definitely trying to meet my heroes. Yeah. So uh but yeah, I mean I'm I'm excited about it, man. It's a great EP coming out of everything we've been through. Did you write everything during quarantine? Or do you have any old like I have one old song that uh we we're gonna put on my last project and it just didn't really fit it, but man, it ended up, you know, fit perfect on this one. But do you have do you have a lot of songs that like you fall in love with that will never see the light of day? Oh, dude! Like, isn't that the hardest part of being an artist is unattaching yourself from like even so like special songs when you write it and you're like yeah and like show it to your girl and everything and then it just it's labeled doesn't fucking feel the same way yeah and it doesn't really sound like what we're doing right now it's like but the song dude it's great it's a great song. I mean, dude, there's like never see the light of day. I try to keep a folder of those so that they don't ever get lost. Yes, yeah, same. Like so that you could, whether it's just you sitting around twenty years from now, being like, you know what, I, this is because if it's if it's a great if we feel that for guys that write songs, yeah, almost every day, if not every day, uh, if if we say it's a good song, it, it, we're probably pretty close to it. Yeah, and um. 
Yeah, I just try to keep those stacked in a folder to where it's like, I'm, I don't want those to just get lost in an email archive or... I'm with you. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, that's been, that's that's the hardest part for me, especially not just as an artist songwriter, like the number of songs that come out versus the songs you write is that was the most, that's the, that's what's jaded me the most about, I guess in the last eight years is trying to talk myself out of falling in love with songs that I have already fallen in love with. Yeah. Or, or like the, the whole, like that's a song itself. That yeah. was, that, that was a pretty powerful little, little statement there yeah. from Ern. Uh, but I mean, like, dude, just to fall in love with, like the single culture, right? You know, of like, you know, here's a an album, and we'll get three singles off of it, and everything else is just kind of like thrown to the wayside yeah. a little bit. Like, you, you, you kind of wish that, but I mean, it's just the way the time. You know, everybody's everybody's moving faster to that, so yeah. it's like, yeah. And we're gonna keep writing songs. That's the other thing. It's not like yeah. we're just relying on this little batch of songs. All we got, so whatever. On a on a sad note, we'll see you later. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Now, here's to fucking getting to release all the music in the world we want to one day. Oh uh, man, um, yeah, that would be a that would be a pretty special spot. Let's write. I remember my first beer. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Sorry for getting you soaking wet. That's what happens when you're just being earnest. <laughs> you're the man, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. See you. Jordan Belzerian on Just Being Earnest. We'll see you later. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest.